Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into um, uh, whatever band or artist we're doing and we listen to all their records and we rank them from worst to best. But before we do that, we get into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. Uh, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Uh, we have a Discord server if you want to know that. Hit us up. We'll send you the link to it. And we have a phone number if you want to call. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. That phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And uh, now that we have all the boring intros out of the way, um, oh, if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So let's jump right into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. What do you got? Do you have anything? Or is it just too easy? I I didn't didn't do anything. Yeah, it's too easy. I mean, I I just, off the top of my head, Warren Fitzgerald played guitar in Gwen Gwen Stefani's band. Warren was in the Vandals. Josh Freeze is in the Vandals. Josh Freeze to Blink. Easy peasy. There we go. I did it. I did it. Okay. Um, Did, didn't Warren play with uh, with Blink too? What, what some of those videos we we watched a while did ago? He? I feel like he it, I feel like have. he did. There was like a live video that we watched on YouTube. I don't, I don't know if Warren did, but I know uh, there was one show in in Australia where uh, Josh and Brooks Wackerman both played drums with Blink. Because Travis had like broken his arm or something like that, or his ankle—I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Warren Fitzgerald. Um, maybe that seems like a stri- like why? But why would he play in Blink? I don't know. Because Tom guys, has always been that's, there. That's what these guys always do. They—I don't know what they do. They always do. They always uh, do crazy stuff. They're crazy kids. Wild and crazy kids. Yeah, well, wild, 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 wild and crazy kids. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into the album rankings. So uh, Gwen Stefani. Uh, she has four solo records. We're only going to do the four solo records. We're not going to do No Doubt. It's not a No Doubt pod. Uh, so yeah, let's. We're going to do. We're going to start from the worst, and we're going to give our biggest banger from each of them if we have one, and uh, we'll go from there. So what do you got, Jeff, for your number four? Go. So we did not rank the No Doubt albums. No, we did not because you know we didn't do that. You know, you, know, you don't know anything over there. My uh, my least favorite is this is what truth feels like. This is her really? third. This is her third album. Um, I, I thought this was boring. I thought I thought this was uh, nothing here was like substantial. Nothing to grab a hold of. Nothing stood out as being yeah. fantastic. It had some good grooves overall, but like that's nothing amazing. And it just seemed like it was sort of like this rushed output to coincide with this new life that Gwen had going on outside of Gavin Rossdale. Since it was recorded yeah. and released during like their split, and I just um, I don't know, it's just lukewarm. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't like a bad listen through. It was just like eh, that's kind of lame. She does have better records than that, yeah. For she sure. for sure has better records than this baby boy right here. Tell you that much. Mm. <laughs> so uh, you have a you have a banger off this one? No, no, nothing. Holy no. shit. Okay. All right. So my number four is uh, you make it feel like Christmas her Christmas album from 2020 
and uh, I didn't I didn't like this record. I don't think this was a very good Christmas record. I don't like I didn't like her renditions of the songs. I don't think her voice fits these kind of songs very well. And I thought, okay, Last Christmas is on here. That's a killer fucking song. But man, her version's boring. It's so boring. So I have no banger off this one because it's I will I will never go back to this. It was remarkably boring from somebody who I like so much. I was shocked. Well, honestly, apparently I was you hate her, so that's fine, though. I don't. What was it like? Your number one? You're a fucking idiot. It could be. Here. You don't know that. It, no, I know it's not a number one because it's a covers record. You would, unless it's me first in the Gimme Gimme's, you would never put a covers record as your number one. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I got, I got nothing on this one. I thought it was. I thought it was fucking lame. So okay. It was a tough one to get through. All right. So what do you got for number three? You make it feel like Christmas, baby. You are wrong. Okay, you are go. so wrong here. It's <laughs> it's not even funny. I I enjoy this. I really enjoy this. It's nothing too crazy. I, I agree. It's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty run of the mill stuff. But it was fun, and Gwen sounded like she was having a good time. It sounded like she was having fun doing these songs. Her voice has always been great. I love her voice because she's never she never does like that that a like that thing that people the do. The thing. Let their voices <laughs> stretch out, but she yeah, adds like yeah. a little rasp at the end of it. She she like she has a really cool. Pop punky voice is what she has. That's what she is. That's what she does. That's what she does best. And even yeah. though it wasn't like in the forefront, you could hear her like pop punky bounciness. You could hear the roots here in some of these songs. She had that kind of funness to them. It was a little bit there. Not too much. I wish there was more, but then if you have more, you would just need a band. And so she's still a mm-hmm. solo artist at this point to do to go full full throttle into the pop punky bounce would have been weird. Um, I don't know. But but like she's really fun and she has that energy that comes through so well like in the past the, her early life performances with no doubt and then even like on the on the lamb tour stuff like she just has a lot of fun and she's just she's so energetic. I I thought this was fun. I like this. And I I fucking hate Christmas <laughs> stuffs. I can't stand And you hate covers. <laughs> I hate covers. I don't I don't hate like Christmas covers. What I really hate about Christmas songs is when people write their own Christmas music. Oh, and yeah, yeah. This one, there's only like three or four songs here that were kind of like her thing that she wrote. Because like, mm-hmm. why are you writing a Christmas song? Like, bro, like, I you're know. not going to beat You can't Jingle get Bells. better than what's already out there. You're not going to beat fucking Santa Claus is coming to town. Like, you're just not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, shut I up. Agree, I agree. Get it, sit down. Um, but I did have a, fa- a favorite song here, Santa Baby. Like I love this song. I think it's so goddamn good. Weird. It's a it's a cool, playful song. It's easy to add, like the uniqueness of the artist that's covering it, and that's why like, I mm-hmm. love this song. It's so versatile. But every single version I ever hear is always fun because the artist can really get into it, can really like add their own spin to it, but keep it original, keep like the feeling of it, but add their own uniqueness to it. I love it. Everclear is a really dope version, and Gwen did a fantastic job. Loved it. Oh wow! I'm I'm really really surprised by that. I can't believe it, dude. After after this is what it feels like. I put because I, yeah. I was I was cleaning the garage and it's like ten o'clock at night, and here I am putting Christmas music on in the middle of fucking hundred hundred degree Arizona heat, and I was just like, I do not want to fucking do this. I I did not want to do this. I want I was thinking how I could get out of it. Maybe listen to one song and pretend to listen to the whole album. I just did not want to listen to it at all. But I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I was thinking of a way to get out of it. 
I did not want. I fucking did not want to do it at all. I don't think I've ever thought so hard about how to get out of listening to thirty minutes of music than I did with this album. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. I mean, I wouldn't have judged you too harshly had you not finished it, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. Like I'm glad said, you enjoyed something. It is not. It is not great. Most of the stuff that she did on there is just very run of the mill, stereotypical Christmas stuff, but. I think, like the best of that is 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 her having fun, and I could tell she's having fun, and it sounded like she's having fun. Therefore, I had a good time. She was singing, I was singing. It was like we're it was like we were together in the same room, singing to each other. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, sorting records. Yeah, yeah. In oh, your dude. Oh my god. Garage. Can you imagine if Gwen came to my house and started looking at my records? That'd be so great. Oh, dude, she'd be so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing all that Engelbert Humperdinck record, all those Engelbert Humperdinck See, all my records. Lawrence Welks and everything. For yeah, sure. all, the, all that shit, yeah. For sure, man. <laughs> She'd be so impressed. What did you think of the, the her her cover of Last Christmas? I don't know why you like that song. That song's stupid. That song is so good. No, it's not. It's dumb. It's fucking amazing. That song is it's dumb. It's fucking awesome. You're dumb. That's dumb. You're so dumb. Anyway. Um... Okay, so my number three is uh, This Is What The Truth Feels Like from 2016. Like you said, th- this is a record that she put out um, after she had split with Gavin Rossdale. So she's trying. I think she was trying to kind of, you know, be vul- vulnerable and stuff like that. But this record was kind of, it was just kind of run-of-the-mill pop music of that era. What was so cool about her first two records was that she she took from like all of her early early influences from the 80s and 90s and you could hear it on both the the first two records but this one is just run of the mill run of the mill pop music from that from like 2015-16 there's nothing that really stands out except for one song which i think was a fucking awesome song and that is naughty kind of towards the end of the record it's way more of a hip-hop song it has a fucking awesome beat some great synths some great build-ups there are parts of the song that kind of remind me of gun Gangnam Style from Psy. It's a fucking stupid, ridiculous song lyrically, but it's probably the most fun I've heard her ha- I've heard her have since like the first record. It's it's so ridiculously stupid and overly sexual, but done in such a dumb way that it you just have to laugh at it. It's just ridiculous. Outside of that song, this this album is it's pretty forgettable, honestly. It's it's a lot of slow jams too and she can do slow jams well because she does it on the first record really well, but man, dude, it's just kind of boring. Record falls flat. Would mm. not get it on the vinyls. Mm. Would not. So, what do you got for number two? Uh, I still would not get this on the vinyls. My number two, but uh, that's a sweet escape. Boom, okay. baby. Yeah. Her second album after <laughs> Lamb came out. Like we thought, Gwen was gonna gonna return to do another No Doubt album. And and that mm-hmm. was kind of the talk, and that was her plan. And she had planned to do that, and then we did this. She did this, um, and this one's this one's just a little bit more mellow than than Love Angel. It's a solid output, full of tons of great songs. It's just not as energetic and doesn't get me going like her first. But I enjoyed the listen through. I really did. But this is just really lame part two with some more hip hop in there, and that's yeah. that's why it's there. But yeah. I really like the last song, Wonderful Life. Um, it had sort of this like no doubt feel to it. It has a really cool melody with some really cool backup arms. But 
fuck, dude. I don't know the last time I listened to the title track, The Sweet Escape, because when that first (laughs) came on, I, dude, I like shit my pants. My jaw (laughs) dropped and I was just like, I fucking, I cannot believe I've went this many years without listening to this song on a weekly basis. That song is unbelievable. It is so good. Yeah, that's I have great. like I have no words for how amazing that song is. It makes it has me such so a cool happy. swing to it. it yeah. It's so good. <laughs> produced, it was co-written and produced by Akon, and I love Akon. He's always fun. He's such a goof. <sighs> like the way his his voice is always the all the high pitched vocals thing that he does. I love it. Yeah, yeah. This song is a beyond banger. <laughs> this this song alone is 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 possibly like her best song that she's done. Uh, as a solo artist as a solo artist yeah it is so goddamn good i love it i love it (laughs) it's a fucking killer song man it's fucking killer (laughs) it's so good oh man okay so that's your number two so my number two is uh is also sweet escape this record is it's the b-sides of lamb it really is it's it's not nearly as good but it's still a solid output i wouldn't like you like you i wouldn't get it on vinyl uh, but there's some some good stuff on here. My favorite song is "Wind It Up." I mean, it's it's one of the most ridiculous songs she's ever done. I mean, it has the yodeling in it. It's it's extremely fun. It's a great way to open the record. She works so well with Pharrell and the ne- the guys from the Neptunes, or Pharrell and what's the other other guy's name? I don't Hugo remember. or something. I think. Yeah. Uh, they, I don't know. They, they just they work so well together, and I love "Wind It Up." I've always loved this song, and I actually f- completely forgot about it. I forgot about a lot of these songs from the first two records until this week. Until this week, I completely forgot about them. Um, but yeah, "Sweet Escape." It's it was it was a fun listen through, but it wasn't like it wasn't nearly as memorable as as "Lamb." And this is not a record where like I could I could tell I could differentiate between every song after one listen. Listen, listening to Lamb, I could just, I remember ev- how every song goes. It's just, an iconic record. How do you not put The Sweet Escape as like the best song on this album? That's just, that's, that's, I lo- no, that's the Sweet Escape so is, wrong. is great. It's so wrong. I think what happened, I think what happened was you skipped the first song and you started with Sweet Escape so you didn't listen to Wind It Up because had you done that, Wind It Up would be your favorite. No. That's what happened. No. That's like, what happened. That's what happened. Now is not the time to be like a cool guy, fucking pick the obscure <laughs> one. No, like the sweetest tape is a fucking killer song. Like that's it's the best. It is. Wind it up was a single too. It was a successful single. What are you talking about? The sweetest escape cool is beyond guy. a successful single. Besides Hollaback, so, Girl, sweetest escape too. is probably her biggest single. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably right. Or no, Rich Girl was really big too. No, nah, sweetest escape was bigger than Rich Girl. I don't think so. I yeah. think Rich Girl. No, was I'm big. telling you for a fact. I. Was that? Well, Go ahead. you're wrong. Yeah, she just told me that because she's here in my room looking at my collection. She's impressed, by the way, but she said that Sweet Escape was bigger <laughs> than uh, Rich Girl. You know what? I, if I, I'm, I'll text Eve a little bit, a little bit later. <laughs> Why would you text Eve? <laughs> you don't have Eve's number. Come on. I, I have Eve's number. I do. I do. I've, I hung out with her like a month ago. Mm. Fucking stupid ass. Mm. God damn. Well, that was fun. Uh, let's see here. Our number one, obviously, is uh, Love Angel, Music Baby, Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we're no, going to get into that on the main episode. What? No contention. Not even, it wasn't even, like, close. Like, honestly, my, my number oh, yeah. one and my number yeah. two, are, they're, they're leaps and bounds far from each other. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that was another short one. We're, we're flying through Wait, these. We were so flying through this today. Poor Gwen. <laughs> no, it's fine. Well, well, the next episode will be a little bit longer, I'm sure. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got. Thank you all for listening. Listen to the main episode because we're getting into uh, the debut record from Gwen Stefani. And that's it. That's all.